It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olivia to DC, we break down. Break it all down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. With your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. And welcome back to the bottom line. News Radio 610 K1A, hour number two, Tuesday afternoon. 547-1610 is the number if you'd like to get involved. You can also reach us via email. 610K1A.com. Bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you would like to say. We're on Twitter at bottom line 610. Facebook at the bottom line 610. And... You can also reach us via the free mobile app on the Google Play and the Apple stores. Rob Francis, Ed Dawson with you. Where would you like to head this hour, sir? I don't know. Anything but child <laughs> abuse. Anything, anything, anything but UNICEF trying to condition children? Yeah. Yeah. No, I... I that just I, made me mad. I agree. I agree. Um we're seeing some some very interesting things not being discussed around the country. For example, New York City shootings are up 77% over a year ago. Memorial Day weekend in cities like Houston, devoted to defund police, saw some serious violence, high numbers of shootings and killings over Memorial Day weekend. One city reported as many as 10 murders. This defund the police movement has already gotten pushed back in Minneapolis where it started and pushed back in other areas. In Seattle, they've had the they've 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 basically been forced to cancel some things because they're gonna they're they've already lost two hundred and they're expecting by the end of this year to lose three hundred officers. Portland has lost about two hundred. What do you do? How do you correct a trajectory that is bottoming out? How for the people? And I and, and here's the thing. I don't feel bad for the members of the Seattle City Council. I don't feel bad for the members of the Portland City Council. I don't feel bad for the people that have made these decisions. I feel bad for the people forced to live with them. I feel bad for the people and the business owners in downtown Portland. I feel bad for the people and the business owners in Seattle who have seen a rise, not just in crime, but in violent crime. I feel bad for the people that work near the federal courthouse in King County that are afraid to go to work every day because there aren't enough police to take care of the increasing homeless issue in the park across from the courthouse, because no one in the city seems to really care about figuring the problem out. The people are afraid to go to work there. They're afraid to walk by the courthouse because they're afraid they're going to get accosted, because people have, and people have been beaten up. People have been assaulted. 
going to work at that courthouse. How do you reverse this narrative? How do you change the direction, not for, not, not for those on the councils that have shown their, dis, their, their disregard for public safety and for police, but for those people that live in those communities who are going to leave unless things turn around, they'll, they'll leave those communities, those economies will suffer. They will go into the rears, and then the people that are left are going to get forced to bake it up by having their taxes increased until they eventually leave. Yeah, unfortunately, that's that. That sounds like what could very well happen, and I, you know, it. Look, it, it's easy for people when it's not involving you directly to just say, "Well, just move, J- just get out of there." If it's so bad, just leave. And a lot of them have, and a lot of them will. Those that but can it, do. Those that can do. But there's also a segment of the population, and I get this, that maybe you were born and raised there. Maybe maybe you don't want to just give up on your city. You know, Portland and Seattle, not that long ago, were pretty nice places. And they've gone to pot pretty quickly. If that's your hometown, I guess it comes down to, is it willing to fight for, you know? Yeah, you could, you know, and a lot of people are, you know, certainly a lot of police are leaving those cities and moving eastward and elsewhere. But for business owners, it's not so easy to pick up and leave. And like you said, Rob, some people just... It's it's not in their means to do. How do you change the trajectory? First of all, you 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 have to want to. Yes. Okay. Let let's be real about this. There are there are still a lot of people in those cities and other places who this isn't a big deal for. You know the the, the fight is still just even if it means. Your city goes to pot, crime's out of control, taxes are going up, uh, you know, Antifa groups come in every weekend and, and destroy more stuff. You're still okay with it because racism or whatever it is. Some woke reason. Something. You're still okay with it. Um, only when you have reached the end of your rope, will people do something? And look, please don't hear me. I'm not advocating an uprising or violence or civil wars or anything like that. But those things are possibilities. I'm not advocating that at all. What I am advocating is... In this country, for the time being, we the people still have the ultimate control. If we want change, we can make change. People wanted change and it went this direction. I mean, it just didn't happen. People wanted it and others were apathetic and let it happen. So... The same can apply to get corrected. 
And I'm not advocating, you know, Republicans or right or conservative viewpoints. I'm not advocating anything except for the fact that people need to remember because a lot of people forgot because the government keeps telling us that they know what's best for us. Things can change if you work for it. And if you feel like your city, your state, your country is worth fighting for, again, I'm not saying necessarily physically, but fighting for getting back and getting back on the right track because this country's way off kilter, way off kilter. And that's not a right or a left statement. That's not a woke statement. That's not anything. We're way off kilter. And it can be corrected. But people have to want to. People have to, people have to get upset enough to want to do something about it. And I do, I do feel like that the, the amount of people is growing. More and more people are, are frustrated with the direction that this country is going, this state, states, if you want to include Oregon, um, you know, particular cities, we still have the ability to make this what we want of it, if we want to. We can't forget that, because the moment we forget that, the moment we forget We've given up, and and then we let others decide for us how we're going to live our lives. There's already enough of that going on right now of people who are apathetic and lazy and just want the government to take care of us. Whether we think that's the right thing or not, it's the easy way. Well, you know what? Some of the best things in life that are worth fighting for, it's a difficult process sometimes. Bottom line, the only place that cares what you think. Call in now, 509-547-1610. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Preston. Bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA, 547-1610, the number if you would like to get involved. CBD American Shaman across from the Grain Elevator. Clearwater in Kennewick. Swing by and see him, 100% all-natural CBD products. Backed with a 100% money-back guarantee for 30 days. Whether the bottle's empty, half-empty, or completely full, if you don't like it, if you don't think that it gave you the desired results that you were looking for, bring it back, and you will get 100% of your money back. Make sure you swing by. Check them out. CBD American Shaman. Across from the Great Elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick. Five four seven one six ten. If you would like to get involved, so it's um, things are getting interesting. How so? Well, things are getting interesting uh, in a couple of places, uh, and it's inter- And then the funny part is, all of these states um, have been kind of well, not kind of. They've all been associated with issues uh, surrounding the election. Mm. Um. Jay Inslee isn't the only Democrat governor um, 
who is looking at a potential recall being approved through the courts. Gretchen Whitmer, the Democrat governor of Michigan, her recall has passed the first hurdle and will be appealed to the highest court in Michigan to see if uh, it will be upheld. Of course, Jay Inslee's was filed and waiting for a hearing uh, in the district courts to see if it can move on to right. uh, the final test for that recall. Gavin Newsom's is pretty far down the road. Gavin Newsom's is going to be on the ballot. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's interesting is the the audit continues in Maricopa. Arizona. Arizona, where apparently some lawmakers from Pennsylvania are planning a trip to see what the outcome of the audit is going to be. I believe they are there today or possibly tomorrow, but it's like happening this week. There has there were some things circulating on the internet this weekend, speculation about Fulton County, Georgia. Mm. And that Fulton County, Georgia may wind up flipping. If Fulton County flips, the likelihood that Georgia flips yeah. is the largest county. It's the largest county. Again, this is all stuff just floating around out there that there there are some people, you know, how anonymous sources and insiders and so on and so sure. forth are. That led to Another story that came out that Donald Trump was telling confidants that he expects to be reinstated as the 45th president of the United States in August. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like two months from now? Two, two and a half months from now? Like two months from now. Yeah. Now, of course, for that to happen, a lot of things have to change. I mean, a lot of things have to change. Not just just Arizona and Georgia. You You would need a little bit more than that. Well, the the talk has always, well, not always, but the talk has been in the last couple of months, few months, that if if one state would do a forensic, deep, real audit, not just recounting right. ballots that may or may not be valid or not, you know, if they actually did a deep forensic audit, if one state did that, that would be a domino for other states, that it would lead to other states doing the same thing. And whether that led to states flipping, then more states could flip. So Arizona um, has hit the halfway mark, apparently, from from those that are conducting the audit. In the state of Arizona, they announced uh, yesterday, because they worked throughout the the holiday weekend, by the way, Um, I want to say either yesterday or Sunday, 
they announced that they were about halfway done with their deep forensic audit in Maricopa County. That's Phoenix, okay? So that's that'd be like, you know, Fulton County in Georgia, Atlanta, Atlanta right? Yeah. The biggest it, it would be like if it happened in Washington, King County, you know, it's the it's the big one. So if they're halfway done, then we should know something sooner rather than later the outcome of what they find or don't find. If representatives from the state of Pennsylvania are in Arizona this week surveying the landscape, if there is talk in Fulton County of doing things, yeah, th- this could be an interesting summer. You're talking about 27 electoral votes between Georgia and Arizona. Yes. That is not enough. No, it's not. To swing the outcome of the election. But if you have lawmakers from Pennsylvania, which is 20 votes, mm-hmm. going to Arizona, and they have been harping in Pennsylvania about doing a potential audit as well. Now, Pennsylvania, just, just to put this in perspective, okay, Arizona was a little bit more than 10,000 votes. Yeah, it was around 11,000. It was pretty close. A little bit, it was like 10,500, something like that. Yeah. Georgia was about 72, 78, something like that. It was Mm -hmm. less than 8,000. Less than 8,000 votes in Georgia. So pretty small margins in both of those two states. Yes. When you get to Pennsylvania, it's a little bit more. You're talking about 170,000, roughly, give or take, in Pennsylvania. And in Michigan, where there have also been questions raised, you're talking about about 160,000 there in Michigan. Yeah. Two states where it would take a heck of a lot more yes. uh, to have any kind of a change, flip, or turnover in that regard. But what it does... If this, if it were to be discovered in not just one state but two states, it throws the entire election into question. That's right, because one state could be set aside as an anomaly. Right. When you have more than one state on opposite sides of the country, then you start tossing around phrases like conspiracy. A conspiracy is always attached to conspiracy theory, right? Sure. But a conspiracy is actually more than one or two people or entities conspire to commit a crime. Now you're starting to talk about, well, how many more states do we need to go? And look, Trump talks a big game we know that and he loves to rattle the cage of his detractors not just dems but republicans too but think for a moment how many times has he actually been wrong not that many some to think about and we can dive further into it because it could involve much more than just who sits in the oval office 547 1610 509 547 1610 
can't get in by phone, give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610kona.com. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. It's Tuesday afternoon. Robin Ed hanging with you. Estate details of Muscle Brothers Solution. If you are moving, for downsizing, if unfortunately you've lost a loved one, you're responsible for the estate, and that estate could include collections, it could include vehicles, it could include a home, don't take it all on yourself. Talk to the experts at Estate Details and Muscle Brothers Solution. Don't do a yard sale, don't do a garage sale. Have them auction the items off. They'll get you top dollar for the items that you need to move, and they'll do the work. You hand it over, they will catalog, they will take care of the auction, and then they'll cut you a check. It's that simple. State Details, Muscle Brothers Solution. Contact them at 509-AUCTION or estatedetails.com. 547-1610 if you want to get involved. So, Ed, for people that may not be familiar or may not know what a forensic audit is, Mm -hmm. we've mentioned it quite a few times. A forensic audit is not simply a recount. No. No, no, because all a recount does is make sure that you tabulated the ballots on hand correctly. And, and certainly there's there's validity to that. But what Arizona is in the midst of and why it's taking forever is a forensic audit. Forensic, right? This is like an investigation. You are looking at everything. You are looking at if signatures match between what's on hand and what is on the ballot, you're looking at whether or not people voted twice. You're looking at if dead people voted, you are looking at the ballots themselves. How many of those ballots only voted in the presidential election and nothing else. Things like that. Right. And, you know, look, there's been reports of, uh, in several states, where county auditors, you know, late into the counting process, were delivered ballots that were in pristine condition, and only the presidential race was filled out. I don't know about you, but just about every time I vote, I get some sort of a stain on my ballot, you know, from a drink, usually not a alcoholic drink, but, you know, a coffee stain or, a you know, a pop stain or something there. They got pristine ballots, not even a tiny bit of one corner turned over. Right. So things like that, that they are going to look for and look at. And that's why it takes so much time. Right. How many of those, for example, how many of those pristine ballots, unsullied ballots, only voted in the presidential election, only voted for Biden, or only voted for Trump? They are going to look at everything and issue their report when it's all done. And they're about halfway done. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the uh, bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Jeremy from Washington, Prosser. Hi, Jeremy. What's uh, up? Well, I was wondering if there was any Senator House seats 
that are looking at possibly swapping between Arizona and Georgia. Well, it's funny you should mention that, Jeremy. I don't know that it was Arizona so much, but if you'll recall, both of Georgia's Senate seats were up for grabs. Um, Both went to the Democrats, which was a bit unusual. Um, And in a time, if you look at where we are now, those two Senate seats created the deadlock of the Senate. The the Democrats needed both of those right. to basically take control of the Senate because the, the Democratic vice president breaks any tie. Well, that's exactly what happened. Exactly what they needed to have happen, happened. Now, in that of itself, is that suspicious? Not really. But you start piecing some of these bits of evidence, and yes, a forensic audit is an investigation. They aren't just ballots, they're evidence right. in, you know, into what happened on election night. What's interesting in the different, with the different states as far as the Senate races go, whatever it is about Martha McSally that makes her an unattractive candidate, I mean, remember, she ran For against... Arizona. Yeah, she ran against Kirsten Cinema and lost. Mm-hmm. She was then appointed. Yes. She then got beat by uh, Gabrielle Gifford's husband. Right, yes. Um, in the election right. in 2020. Mark Kelly, I Kelly, think is his yes. name. Mm-hmm. She gets beat by him. Yeah. Whatever it is about her... Something not electable in Arizona. <laughs> Didn't resonate. <laughs> Didn't resonate. But in Georgia, it's different. I mean, you go back and you look at the general election. You look at November. David Perdue was the leading vote-getter in his race. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, in January, he's not. Because in Georgia, you have to get 50% of the vote. Yes. He had 49.9% of the vote. Yes. And then he loses in, in, the, in the January runoff, which... You know, some people pointed to and said this is going to be something to watch. They so, were fooling. Yes. So it will be interesting to see, but as of right now, the only thing that that is being discussed regarding Georgia is similar to what they're doing in Maricopa, which is uh, for the presidential. Yes, and, and to be clear, that when, when uh, the basically the Arizona Republicans in in that state got together, they had to lay out exactly what their plan was and then get it approved. They are only looking at the presidential race. Now, when it comes time for Fulton County, if they decide to move forward with something, they would have to lay it out. We are only looking at the presidential race or we are looking at the presidential race and both Senate races. It's uh, it's going to be up to them to figure it out. It's not an automatic one way or another. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Corey from Kennewick. Hi, Corey. Hey, I was just wondering if there's any uh, anything in the Constitution that would allow for a new president to be selected for Trump to be reinstated. I mean, as far as I understand, um, he was Joe Biden was certified the president by Congress, which is what the Constitution says after the electors from the states. Um, vote for him. Um, so that was certified on January 6th. 
mm-hmm. um, even with the insurrection, and so or failed insurrection. So I'm wondering, um, is there anything in the Constitution that would be able to put Trump back in like that? As, well, as far okay. as the as far as written into the Constitution, it's not that generic. No, what what. Again, and this is a big what if. Sure. But let's just say. And that's all that this is. Yeah, is, it's is, a discussion. Is, and it's discussing it, what's going on in the moving parts around yeah. and things that are being put out there. It could happen this way. It, who knows if it will. But if it, to to the last caller's question, for for Trump to be, quote, reinstated um, would have to. Each of the states in question would, number one, have to decertify their results, right? recalibrate things, and certify the new results and submit those to Congress. Right. And if enough states did that, that it changed the electoral college count in favor of Trump— Congress would have to decertify and then recertify. They'd have to go through that process again that Mike Pence oversaw on January 6th. I mean, they would have to undo, fix, and recertify for that to happen. The reason they would have to do that is because the overwhelming majority of voting laws are dictated by the states yes they are governed by the states right the 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 feds actually don't don't, have a ton of rules no they They, don't have a few there are some but even with the only federal election that we have which is for the president of the united states states still maintain their autonomy when it comes to their voting laws which is why you see different voting laws in different states. Mm -hmm. So the burden is on the state to get the process correct. Yes. And to make sure that when all is said and done, the numbers that they submit are accurate and that they are viable. Why do you think HR1 and SB1, there is such a push to get them through? Because it expands the federal government's Mm -hmm. oversight and control over the election process. Right. Which would then take out a lot of the power that states have when it comes to ruling their own elections Mm -hmm. and governing their own elections. This was this was something gonna gonna hop in the wayback machine to to January sixth, the the days leading up to including and afterwards. What a lot of Republicans um, and Trump supporters were yelling loudest about was, how could Mike Pence certify that election when there was clearly, you know, nefarious things going on? Well, the role of Mike Pence and, frankly, the federal government is basically window dressing. They have to certify what the states give them. It is not their job, certainly in Congress, to call into question the results that they are being handed. 
they are there to basically read who wins the pageant. Right. Okay? <laughs> now, they have the ability to look into races that are tied to their chamber. Yes. But not the office the, of the president. Nope. Because, again, co-equal branches of government. If If Congress started investigating presidential races, that would put that would the, the separation of powers at correct. risk, so to speak. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, guys. Thanks for attempting to answer the question. I really do appreciate that. It just sounds like the answer you provided just is outside the realm of possibility and more um, on the point. It's outside of anything the Constitution allows, which is what governs our federal government. Um, the states, I suppose, a state like Arizona, they could go back and try and recertify Trump um, as the winner of their state after this, um, quote, audit that's going on there. It's not really an audit. It's obviously a pretty biased process that's going on there with the Senate Republicans. Um, but the point is they could do that in the, in the individual state, but there's nothing in the Constitution that allows Congress to then go and recertify um, some new result that comes out of the states. It's done. So Corey, maybe in 2024, Corey, Trump Corey, will have another opportunity. Corey, there's nothing in the Constitution that doesn't allow them to do it either. Exactly. So, so they could. So they could Arizona recertify an election says, yeah. if states change the results. So because they it's can't. not spelled out, to do that Corey, passed Corey, January sixth was the date Corey, to do it for Corey, the Constitution. Corey, and January twentieth was the Corey, date that Joe Biden right, was inaugurated. Corey, you can you can have a discussion or you can not have a discussion. One of the two. If it specifically doesn't lay out that you can or you cannot then it opens up the ability for it to happen. Look, And, and that's all we're discussing. Yeah. Nobody's advocating one way no. or the other. So when when all you do is, is talk and you don't want to have a conversation, Look. then you've already had your mind made up. But obviously you didn't do any research in the question that you asked. If you're just asking us to explain something to you, and you're correct, the, the Constitution oversees the federal government uh -huh. what is not in the power of the federal government is in the power of the state see that's, the where, see, that, that's where that's exactly where people, that's where people get this process really twisted is that even though we the people of the united states of america elect the president who is the leader of the federal government so to speak uh, if you want to view it that way the process goes through the states. It's all done by the states. And now, no, but hold on. Now, to going back to what Corey said, is it a is it a a, a big lift? Absolutely, it is. It's a huge lift. We are we are not close to saying, you know, anything different than what was certified on January first. But the question was, how how could we get there? And and that is, I mean that is how you do it. Each well, the 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 state, Arizona is is the test subject, right? The Arizona audited. We are going to know Arizona first before anything else. If Arizona's forensic audit comes up with anything different than what was already certified in the state of Arizona, they are going to have to decertify. And then recertify with the new results. 
that changes what eleven electoral votes in, right in Arizona, which right. is no, which is nowhere near enough to change the outcome no. of the election. But does that potentially be the first domino for other states? And yes, other states are talking about it. Georgia's talking about it. There's calls in Pennsylvania for it. There are calls in Michigan for it. Is it going to happen tomorrow? No, but well, look, it, it is all it, my, my. The point is, is for now. It's settled. And there's another point to this that's that's completely being missed. If a state were to recertify its election results and go to Congress and say, this is what happened, here is the proof, this is what we have, and Congress tells them to go take a hike, what what do you think the issue would be there? Uh, you'd go straight to the Supreme Court. Exactly. So, again, it's not really as cut and dry as as some people would like to think it is. If a state were to recertify its results... And represent them to Congress and give them reason as to why. Well, Congress can't just turn around and say, no, we're not going to do it. Now back to the bottom line on News Radio 610 KONA. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. About a few minutes, bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A Tuesday afternoon. Robin Ed hanging with you. You know, the nice thing about having a long memory is that you can go back to 2016 and the same people that are trying to, um, or that, that want all this election stuff to be behind us were the same people that were screaming at the sky in 2016. Yeah. I guess they forget all the court challenges that happened in 2016 um, on the other side of the aisle. In Michigan and Pennsylvania and and other places that lasted for quite some time. Yeah. Um, It's not. Look, these processes are going to play out. These processes were instituted by people when proposed. And then apparently there was enough there that the process went forward. Yeah. At least in Arizona. At least in Arizona. It's not that it was anything other than this is what they're doing. If it, whatever it comes out, it could come out to pass in Maricopa that there's nothing there. And then, and then guess what? It's over. Yeah. At that point in time, it is all said and done. And every proponent of flipping something or pushing something, it's done. It's over, plain Mm -hmm. and simple. If anything is found in Maricopa, well, then you've got another interesting scenario on your hands. Sure do. But the, if there is anything we have learned over the course of the last couple of decades when it comes to politics, is that if it is not specifically written, then it's not there. Meaning, if there is nothing to specifically explain and lay something out, well, then the opposite can occur. Sure. If you don't have it dictated and written in law that this is this... Well, then it can work the opposite, too. There isn't anything that says specifically whether you can or cannot decertify an election. It's never happened before. We've never had it happen. We've never had a state turn around and decertify and recertify. It's never happened before. Nobody's saying it's going to happen now. But you don't wind up seeing... definitives until it actually crosses the plate. Yes. 
you talk about landmark court decisions because they set precedent mm-hmm. because nothing like that had come in front of the court before. Nothing like this will come in front of the court before either. No. And yes, it will get there will be challenges. Sure. And who knows what it's going to what's going to happen? Nobody can predict what's going to happen. But all we can say is that it sure is interesting conversation and the layers in so many different ways and directions. It's crazy. That's all for the bottom line news radio 610 KONA. Stay with us. A check of national news from ABC and then all your local news, weather, and much more on the Afternoon Report. Stay with us.